Yo, boss is in the house. I'm out here. Welcome, bro. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Man, it's it's my pleasure, man. You family. Hey, appreciate Dr- that. Dream Dreamville is family. We were just talking about uh. So I, we I do a little b-ball game every Wednesday night, and your boy Eve hadn't been showing up. Man, he's slagging. He's slagging. I know he's about to have a. He's about to have a. He got one in the oven. Yeah, yeah. He's, so, he's dropping that that album. Eve, you get a pass. <laughs> you get a pass. Um, and and man, let's jump. That's a good segue, man. So you kind of got connected with Cole and Dream Real pretty much through 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 Eve. Which right. For everybody who doesn't know who Eve is, Eve is a a a, a big time player in the Dreamville camp. He manages J Cole. He manages Boss and. Uh, so it, let, let's let's start off with that, man. How did that come about? How did yeah, man? This? I met um, you know, I met Cole when he came up to school at St. John's. He was going to St. John's. I was, you know, pretty much a townie, just a Queens kid, um, and and you know, I was cool. I was cool with Cole. We used to actually like hoop at Edison Park and like a few parks in the neighborhood, um, and just hit up a few parties or whatnot. And I was, you know, that was before I ever wrote a rap in life. And then I, you know, I remember one day he was like, "Yo," uh, he's like, "Yo, Jermaine raps." And like none of us even knew, uh, and I was like, "Word, like light skin Jermaine, he rap." And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Play me some," and uh, he played me like a few records. We was just driving in the car, and I was like, "Damn, Jermaine raps," and you know, was, he kind of does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was, you know, it was all like history from then. Like it was, first, it was like the warm up to the warm up. We was running around, me, Maddie, Dre, a couple other Queens homies, just with all the mixtapes, just hand to hand, and just trying to, you know, just trying to put on for the squad um you know i didn't start rapping until probably like a year or two later now originally you're from paris yeah i was born in paris my family's from sudan east africa um but uh, i was born in paris I, I didn't move to queens till i was eight and then the family's still back in queens or yeah not nah, in queens okay family's in queens okay. i got family you know the, the the african diaspora like they go everywhere so i got you i got family in europe and the middle east and canada and you know, but my my immediate family's in in New York. Gotcha. So when you go you go abroad, you got places to stay. That's that's oh, that's yeah. what I need, man. We good everywhere. All, all my family's in the states. I got family in Europe, uh, in Madrid to be exact. But I, I know none of them. We're trying to we're <laughs> you trying take to, a trip. Bro. Yeah, I got, I'm trying to find out. That's that's a long chain of of family. Um, man, congratulations on Milky Way, bro. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. So how how is uh. Talk about let's let's get into that project a little bit, man. How I know you um you got a, a lot of different producers. Um, was there is there a favorite song for you on that album, or is it just your man, baby in it's general? It's tough. Yeah, I, I've been getting that question a lot, but obviously, you know, I've been working on it for like two years. So even when I do have a favorite song, I'll just rinse it and then mm. I'm off it. Yeah, I'm on to the yeah. next one. So it's it's hard to pick now. They've all been my favorite at one point or another. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. And and well, how'd the artwork come about? So I was uh, I went back to Sudan, my native Sudan, in December. It was my first time out there in like nine years, um, and it was it was a real like humbling and, and grounding experience. Cause last time I had been, I wasn't even like making music, and this time like I got kids coming up to me like, "Yo, you make us proud to be from here." Like, oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, we went to the the ancient Nubian pyramids, which was like a two hour drive from like where my mom's people is from, and my cousin took that picture of me. And when it came time to do the artwork, like I had like this like super fly like studio like like icy white picture like looking real like like an '80s like pop star, and then I had I had the other one, and I just wanted to do something that represents you know for the people back home, 
and something that had more meaning than just look at me, I'm fly. Like. Right, like standing by a car with some jewelry. Yeah, exactly, right, right. exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad I did, man, because a lot of feedback online is like, they're like super hyped that you know there's somebody out here representing for us. You got you you've you've grown your fan base. You got a lot of fans in this room right now, uh, and and you got a you have a sound that's uh, it's it's refreshing. Um, you know, I've been playing Tribe. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, you, you know, I think yeah, we were, yeah, we yeah. were DMing we're a little bit. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Sanufa, am I saying that yeah, song Sanufa, right? Yeah. Sanufa and Spaceships and Rockets. Yeah. Th- those songs have a... Um, a, a explain the sound on those yeah, songs. Yeah, so that's that's really... Uh, Sanufa co-produced that when he, he went to South Africa to do a show like a year or two ago. And when he got back, he was like, we, we was in the studio. He was like, yo, this is, there's this DJ Black Coffee, the South African house DJ. Yeah, Black Coffee's fire. Shout out to Black Coffee. So Cole was like, yo, somebody put me on to him. And I spent the rest of the week, like, just going to all his gigs in, like, in Johannesburg. And he's like, I caught a wave. I did, like, a batch of beats while I was out there. And, um, you know, he was like, let me play you some of them. So I'm, he knows I'll be instantly, like, I get, a, I get inspired by by beats I know are gonna push me out of my comfort zone, mm. make me try a different rhythm, different cadence, you know, whatever the case may be. Like I kinda like I kinda live off of that. Nice. Um so when he played me that instantly, I was like, Yeah, bro. I'm like, let me get that one. Let me see what I could do with it. And then, you know, I did Sanufa and I, I sent it to bro. I'm like, Am I bugging or this fire? <laughs> He's like, nah, it's fire. So uh, you know, that's how they ended up making the album. And then spaceships and rockets that's, that was a uh, Lion Babe record. Shout out to Lion Babe. Then my brother, DJ Moma, um, and, and Guy Furious, their production duo, they did the remix on, you know, both of them are, are very African-inspired, Afrobeats, South African house, um, you know, which is something I, I wanted to, to kind of represent for the continent a little more. And, and I've been inspired by a lot of Afrobeats artists the past two years, um, just the way that movement is growing. Um, so that, you know, that's really tapping into into the African vibes, yeah, that sound is crazy, and and it, and it's it's slowly getting more and more commercial. Right, it is. You know, it is. It you're is. See, yeah. You're seeing a lot of artists, um, you know, throw a couple of those together, and um, it, it's good to see that that sound because that sound's been around forever. Exactly. And 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 now it's you know the rest of the world is getting to experience it thanks to you know cats like you and and uh, and and albums like you have and um, another song on the album. That's interesting is the Barack Obama special. Yeah, is everybody in Dreamville um, got nosy neighbors or, or racist neighbors? Like, <laughs> what's because you know, know what, man? Jermaine had the same issue. I, I think we're all, we've all been blessed with with upward mobility in the past few years, and and you know you're gonna move into nicer neighborhoods. Is is part of getting this money, and uh, but you know we're, I guess we're not. None of us are really wanted <laughs> in these spots. Uh, but no, nah, it's funny because when I did that record. That's that's really the break break record. down yeah break down the situation with these neighbors yeah yeah, yeah. so um, the house I used to have this house out in Woodland Hills so this is here in L A this is here in L A okay is here in L A um, I'm still in Woodland Hills now my neighbors are way cooler shout right. out to Peggy if you ever hear this <laughs> love Peggy uh, yeah. nah but I I we had this other house where I did my last album too How to Ride in and it was me and like a bunch of Dreamville producers and and like uh, Mez who's Cole's engineer like. He built a, a room in there. And, uh, you know, I remember, like, the first week we moved in, uh, my manager, Derek, was taking the trash out. And the, the lady next door, um, I guess she was taking the trash out. And, and she turned him. She's like, you know, 
I used to really like this neighborhood before you guys moved in. So, like, off rip, we was like, oh, all right, like, you know, this is what it's going to be, you know. Mm. And, like, the lady that rented me the house was like, yeah, watch out for the lady next door. She used to to complain when, when my son's alarm clock would go off. So, you know, we came in with like a three studio setup. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> How do you hear somebody's alarm clock know. going off in another house? I don't even know, but she warned us about that like beforehand. So, you, Do you know, have like a car alarm uh, alarm clock? I don't she must have just <laughs> she, I don't her sense of hearing is, oh, you know, man. out of this world. Um so, yeah, that was the issue. We had to get up out that house in like 10 months. But I finished the album in there, so it was all good. You just, you know, she started like having a bunch of people call us like like they just started harassing. Yeah, yeah, it was like cops and like like some like dude like DA or something like that. I don't know what was going on, but we got the message. I was like, I'm not gonna fight that battle. Like I'm gonna just get up on out of here. Right, right. Um, but it was funny because when I did the record, that was one of the earlier records I had on the album, and then I flew to Carolina to link with Cole, and he uh, I played the record. I'm like, yo, this the song at the time it was called New Neighbors. So I was moving, whatever, to some new neighbors, right? <laughs> and I played for him. He's like, yo, it's fire. He's like, you know, it's crazy. He was, he was working on Four Eyes Only. He's like, I just did this song called Neighbors. And, like, we lit, like literally neither oh, of us. Oh, so this like, was synonymous and you guys didn't even know. We had no it. idea. It was just, like, some parallel thinking going on. Um, but then, obviously, I was like, all right, well, I, I need a new title. <laughs> Me and Nora, my title. best friend, we have those kind of parallel moments all the time with our thinking. No, we're definitely best friends. <laughs> we're definitely best friends. She just hasn't admitted it. She's not my assistant. She's not my producer. She's my best friend. Um, white Men Can't Jump. Yeah. A Bronx Tale. Yeah, classic. Are you, are you a fan of those movies? Those are like, that's part of like my maturation. And, and shout out to uh, Chaz Palminteri who plays Sonny in Bronx Tale because I tweeted about it like two days ago and he tweeted back at me. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, he tweeted back at me. He was like, man, he was like, thank you for the good words. I just shouted him out because I think there's so much wisdom in that one scene. There's a lot of wisdom in the Bronx Tale in general. And I think White Man Can't Jump, there's, there's some wisdom as far as like relationships goes, you know. So I just wanted to take a lot of my album, you know, deals with relationships and and you know, loving someone and trying to balance all those things, and I thought uh, those those two interludes were a good way to kind of give people that context. If you guys don't know, because we didn't mention it, he used uh, the a couple of clips from A Bronx Tale and White Man Can't Jump on the album. I think we failed to mention that. Yeah, um, J Cole's album of the year. Any pressure there? Because you know, in that freestyle, he says you're you're next up to. I think he said next up to bat. Yeah. You know, how did that make you feel? I mean, first of all, I know you guys, you and Cole are good friends. But but having a friend that has so much respect in the industry and and, and is such an amazing lyricist, to hear him kind of, you know, put that on. It's like I, I play in a softball league, right? Right. And it's uh, using that analogy of they say, man, you're up next, man. Like even knowing the people on your team, hearing that in the dugout, it, I, I know what that feels like to be <laughs> like, man, I don't want to let anybody down when I get up to bat. Literally, right. uh, this happened Monday night. I think I may have let some people down. <laughs> but uh, how does that, that – that had to have been a little bit of – um man, maybe if – Nerve-wracking. I think maybe if like I didn't have an album done okay, and I wasn't so confident okay, in it. Okay. You know, maybe if I was working and I heard that, I'm like, oh, Nah, I gotta go, but I gotta go back. Yeah, I gotta go. Nah, so it but, was uh, already done. Yeah, my album was my oh, album yeah. was done. We had those talks, um, you know, 
not even to be cocky. I just knew how good the album was. I've known for a while. The whole team, the whole team. That's how I actually felt when I got up to bat. Yeah, that's how you gotta feel. Like, yeah, yeah, like that's (laughs) that's a fact. The way I was looking for it. It's all good. It's you know, (laughs) your album has panned out a lot better than my hitting. (laughs) 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 Nah, it was dope though. Even for him to use that use that platform to shine light on me, shine light on Jid, um, who's about to drop a project. Um, you know what I mean? It's 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 love. It's it's just the homie putting on for us. Top three albums for you right now that are out there. Newer albums. Newer albums right now. Um, Kod gotta go with the home team on that one. Um, Astro World, Astro World is hard. That I want to ask you how how would you describe your your fan base? Are they? Would you say it's a similar following as Cole? Um, do you do you? How would you describe your fans? Um, I think I think obviously Dreamville to some degree we all share a lot of fans. You know, because it's a movement. We've all been moving together. Um, I think my fan base is really into um, the variations of sounds that I bring. I think that's where I differ from everybody. You know, I got—I would say I have probably a more international ear, so I try to incorporate those sounds. And um, I find that my fans, that's what, that, that's what they really gravitate to. Like, nobody's on these kind of beats. Even like you saying Sanufa and Spaceships and Rockets, like I think that when they tune into my albums now, it's almost like expected. Like I can't I can't do the typical. I gotta give them something new um to vibe to. And I think I think that's where, you know, they appreciate me. Yeah, and I and I, I love to hear you say that because expression I think needs to teach people. Because you can express yourself but it's not if it's not really showing somebody something that they already know, it's not that interesting. Right, you know, right, um, and I think a lot of albums, um, you 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 sit and and I get disappointed a lot because I'm like, okay, I guess this is a good record, but I've I feel like I've already heard this song. Right, right, right. So right. so to do what you're what you're doing, and and to be honest, you know, Cole does it too. The whole the whole Dreamville camp, and it seems like you're carrying that torch. Uh, you know, it seems like the homies are, are, are proud because you know that that that's important. Uh, to to keep. Innovating and and uh, right. I don't want to say teach people. Yeah, but it, it kind of trains the air, you know. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, like, um, you're you're training kids to be a little more musically inclined if they grow up. You know, I remember growing up, uh, like listening to Daft Punk or like Red Hot Chili Peppers, as well as listening to like Nas and Fifty and Hove and and all of that. But I I know I picked up a lot from uh you know. A lot of other genres I listen to. Yo, did you? I was at Jazz Fest a couple of years ago, and Cole was out there, and Red Hot Chili Peppers was on the bill with him. Were you out in in New Orleans? Yeah, you were. I was there. Yeah. You yeah. know what? We were on a whole festival run, and they were on like probably eight or ten of the festivals we were doing. So I called him a bunch of times. I think I called him at Lollapalooza too that summer. Yeah, that that was a that was. A, I've been to Jazz Fest a couple times, and. Uh, and that was that was one of my favorite. I mean, I got to see yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers and, and J. Cole Anthony the same is weekend. one of the hardest rappers yeah. ever. His flows, his cadence, yeah. like <laughs> he's been barring up forever. Like yeah, we, you mentioned, the, you mentioned kids and growing up. Nowadays, social media is is you know seems to be the front line of everything from av- not just advertising, but it also to some degree, um, you know, it it, it it well it does affect you know, the way we think even subconsciously. Right. Um, you know, Cole touched on it. Um, 
you know, uh, on his KOD album. I know he touched on it in an interview with, with, with my friend Angie Martinez. Shout out to Angie. Uh, what's up, Angie? Um, your, your label mate, Ari Lennox. Yeah. Talk about, you know, she's had some issues with social media and some thoughts about that. Do you share the same sentiments? Um, yeah. I mean, I was honestly, I was reading this article and it was from a bunch of like, uh, fa like ex Facebook developers. It was like the guy that created the like button, which has made its way like across everything. And he's pretty much talking about like, yo, I don't even let my kids use it. Um, because like we knew that psychologically we were trying to trigger like a reward system in people. You know what I mean? Where it's wow. like them seeing like something get liked is gonna like trigger this like this response in your brain, you know? Um, so it's like they knew what they were manipulating when they mm. created all this stuff. They knew what they were doing to us on a psychological level. Um, it's it's tough, like, cause also for me as an artist and a public figure, it's like it's damn near half the gig now. You know what I mean? To uh, to to have to maintain that presence. I'm right there. The the radio station has told me for years, we need you to post more. We need you to do this. Right. And I'm like, I'm too busy doing me and being creative to remember sometimes to document right. it. Nor do sometimes I want to share that particular thing. Right. Because I think it also takes away, you know, how special that moment is. Right. Right. Now, for sure. It's it's uh, and then also it's like we we came up. I'm worried more about, like, the kids now because um, we have perspective, you know? Like, we have a before and after, so it's easy for me to treat a lot of it like, you know, whatever. Like, it's social. Like, I can't get trolled. Like, none of that, like, yeah, cyberbullying yeah. yeah, is not fall into it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody recently uh, fell into Trump trolling. Trump said something to somebody um and they actually, I can't remember who it was, but I, you know, the fact that somebody would fall into that is is ridiculous. And I have kids, and you know, I worry about that. With, you know, with, with with my kids, and they they got good heads, you know, on their shoulders. So I'm not worried too much, but right. it is in the back of my mind, like how yeah. is this gonna affect them? Because like you said, being a little bit older, we don't, um, we have a different perspective. You know, we, right. we we were around and doing things before there was social media. Uh, do you have kids? No, I don't got no kids. Plan on having kids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna, you know, that's gonna be a challenge in parenting. That's social. I'm gonna wrap uh, on that note. Tell Eve that I know he's about to have uh, a baby. Get back on the court. We need, we need him <laughs> back on the court on Wednesdays, and you're welcome to ball with us, man. We have a blast. Pull up. Um, and and man, I hope we see you around. We're definitely you got a lot of fans in this room right hey, here, man. Appreciate and it, man. It's we, been been love since day one in this building. We appreciate you and um, yo, good luck with uh with the touring. I know you about to uh, yeah, you we'll about to get out, on the road. Yeah, I'll be out in this fall. I'll be touring Milky Way for you know probably four or five months all over the and world. And where can we find those dates? Um, it'll be on on my Instagram. Boss, BAS. You're still putting the dates Twitter. together. Yeah, I'm still putting okay. together. I'm actually gotcha. leaving here and going to see my booking agent. Gotcha. So and give, give out, lock get, it in. get that social that, that Instagram going. Well, are we being hypocrites right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yo, Lord like Jesus. everything. Help us. You know, Lord. set off my reward <laughs> triggers, please. Uh, at Boss, BAS, uh, you know, across the board. <laughs> I love, bro. Hey, appreciate you. Yes, sir.